0: welcome to the fitness and lifestyle podcast with me your host danny kennedy and you're listening to episode number 70 all right guys welcome back to this week's episode of the fitness and lifestyle podcast and today i'm joined by my good friend clayton Muzumechi. clay welcome to the show man danny thanks for having me very excited to be here very excited to have you on. Now we're going to kickstart things by getting you to have a quick chat about yourself, mate. So do you want to tell the listeners uh, a little bit about what you do, um, what your role is, and what we're going to chat
1: about today? Absolutely, guys. Um, hello. Firstly, my name's Clayton, uh, as introduced. I live in Sydney, Australia. I'm the athlete and marketing manager at EHP Labs, so growth health and fitness brand. I'm primarily concerned with supplements, but on a mission to Inspire and add value to as many people as we can from all across the globe. Um, we're quite popular and heavy in the uh, social media space We do a lot of digital marketing uh, My role specifically entails working with influencers. I've been doing it for a few years now and have been kind of right on the tip of especially the Instagram way over the last four to five years um, Spend a lot of my time managing those guys building brand building communities uh, using different social platforms for different purposes uh, yeah, that's me. I like to train. I'm still quite young, 24, but heavily involved in my role and loving the journey so far.
0: That's awesome, man. Now, you mentioned uh, about the Instagram scene and stuff over the past four or five years or whatever it's been. How have you seen the digital marketing and social media scene kind of change over the, especially the past, I guess, 12 to 18 months?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, very popular question, something that a lot of people come to ask me specifically all the time is, how, how do I be an influencer? How do I get more followers? How do I grow my brand? Um, how do I build a career in social? And the best way to answer is that there's, I don't feel like there's a specific formula. Social changes day to day, week to week. There's been a big change in the last 12 to 18 months specifically, um, I believe, working towards video. Um, to be a good influencer now, you have to be providing better, Quality and more frequent content than ever before. Um, when I first kind of came into Instagram and as a brand, we were kind of born at the same time as Instagram was born and we've been very attached to this whole wave of Instagram influencers and promoting brands and this whole kind of paid post kind of wave, um, as I know you've spoken about previously in some other podcasts. But um, it's changed, I think, for the better now in that there's more influencers than ever, there's more brands than ever, there's more noise in the industry, but the best influencers are those that uh, really put effort into their content. You know, you will see now that YouTubers are usually getting the most traction. They have the best understanding for content, they appreciate that good content takes time, takes time to shoot, takes time to edit, takes time to know your community. Um, personally, I see that trend continuing. I think the days of being a successful influencer and just posting photo are gone. Um, one of my favorite platforms to work on now is Instagram Story. Um, I love that feature, I love the ability to connect with the engaged audience. Things have changed big time, man, in terms of um, the algorithms on Instagram, you know, the ability that it's a little bit more difficult to connect with your audience now and you need to be constantly providing the right content to stay relevant. So. How's it changed? Um, The whole wave of just being good looking isn't enough criteria for you to be a good influencer now. You have to have a unique selling point and you have to produce the right content. And I think it's gonna continue moving in that direction.
0: Yeah, and it kind of of comes back to what we were chatting about before we started the podcast where you're using Instagram story and stuff to almost bring people a little bit closer to your everyday life. Do you reckon that storytelling side of things makes a big difference like I mentioned how my engagement on say for example a YouTube series where I'm prepping for a show compared to just a highlight video from a training session um, is so much better on the story than what it is kind of just off that one-off video or that one-off piece of content.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're to ask me what I think marketing is, I think marketing is telling stories and um, looking after the marketing here, what I try to do with every piece of content that we put out is tell a story because people like listening to stories. People want to be emotionally connected and invested in something um, and to be a part of the journey and to watch something grow. So my advice for everyone, like especially influencers, trying to grow, trying to connect with people, trying to build brand is what is your story? You know, what makes you different? What are you trying to tell to people and how can you tell that in the most effective way? why I love Instagram stories so much is that it's it's really real and it's really raw. It's a really easy way to connect with mass people. Instagram story is a great way to separate um, what I believe, you know, it's a good influencer to be compared to one that's not so good. You know, you can click onto someone's profile, see five million followers on their wall and their page looks like a beautiful magazine, but it's not really enough, especially for from a brand perspective, working with influencers. If you want to see a good return on investment and you want to see that brand alignment and unity it needs to come through voice um like we're both doing now on a podcast i think it's another trend that voice is coming back in yeah uh, um you really want to be knowing what someone eats what they wear how they speak how they spend their time um and these platforms you know snapchat youtube instagram story they're more important than ever now
0: yeah, and you know, for those that are listening, that you know may want to get into that influencer scene or want to be growing their own brand, whether it's a business, an athlete, or just someone on social media, who do you see doing it well at the moment, or who do you see, um, you know, that that is doing these things and it's gaining traction that for others that are listening, they can go and check out how they're doing it.
1: Absolutely, um, it's pretty timely. I had a call with a girl this morning that I'm looking at getting on board and working with for our brand and. I look at her Instagram profile and it's, it was quite typical. Um, she looked beautiful, like she, she looked great, her content was fantastic, but it was very model-y kind of stuff. And, and I ended the call with, like, amazed with her. Her story was fantastic, her knowledge of health and fitness was amazing, but none of that resonated through her social media because she felt pressured that that wasn't cool, You know, that's not what people really wanna see, people wanna see the modeling photos, and we left that call and she's like, tell me what camera to buy, I wanna do YouTube. <laughs> that's what, uh, That's kind of what needs to happen you know, if you have a story you need to back yourself to tell it. In terms of brands to follow, um, for those people who are, I think are doing really well with brand building, I'm, I'm a massive Nike guy, I love the way that Nike tells stories, um, they're extremely creative, their content is amazing and I've met a whole bunch of people through Kind of people that are producing content for Nike that I think are right up there at the top of the industry. Um, brand building. There's another brand that I follow that you might know. They do bracelets. They're called Live Low Yep. Um, if you follow them on Instagram, in my opinion, they're my favorite Instagram page in terms of community building. Um, if you want to break it down for kind of influences man they're all over the place in different industries um there's, there's different kind of niches even within fitness you know you've got guys like christian guzman that are leading in terms of video production and the quality of content that they're putting out um if you break it down to people that are a little bit fresher on the scene but people that are really up and coming i think um one of our athletes rachel Dillon, who's recently jumped onto youtube i think she's doing a fantastic job of sharing her content um they're, they're all over the place. I think what people are doing best, the best influencers right now are the ones that are embracing various platforms. Um, it's difficult to stay relevant if you're only really focusing on one. Yep. You'll find that the best YouTubers are now also really regular on their Instagrams, on their Facebooks, on their Snaps, on their YouTubes. It needs to be kind of cross-platform. Um, And you need to respect different audiences for what they are. Um, Big mistake I see a lot of people doing is posting the same content from their Snapchat onto their Instagram story. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing that. And I wouldn't recommend trying to be someone else. You know, find what's unique for yourself and promote that and be proud of it and, and be confident to share that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Now, this is probably more of a question from myself, but it is something that I see come up a little bit. Um, in return, in sorry, in regards to content, what do you think is more important? Do you think the amount of content you're getting out is more important than the quality or do you reckon the quality is more important or do you think that you need to be doing both now?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, very good question. I think it's a balance between almost three things. Um, it's the quality of your content, absolutely. You know, you need to be providing content that's relevant. You know, I could say frequency, but if you're constantly putting out the wrong content, you're only harming yourself. Yeah. Um, vice versa, it's not good enough to produce one really good video a month. Um, that's, it's not enough content to really stay relevant and to tune people into what's going on with your life and your brand. And the third thing is the dissemination of content, which is something that a lot of brands and influencers alike don't really focus on you know like a rule that I've worked by in my personal business stuff is a ratio of one to five if I spend one hour producing a video or shooting a video or writing posts I need to spend five hours disseminating that content and making sure that the right people see it Um, I feel that a lot of people make the mistake of spending five hours on a video and then thinking just posting it once is enough to get the reach that 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 video that they want it to get it's not enough yeah. um, you, you need to focus on putting your content in the eyes of the right people now more than ever There's no excuse to target the audience that you want to see your stuff Facebook is an amazing tool Instagram now has features that allow you to target people like We, we used to dream about those features. They're finally here now You can target the audiences that you want to see your stuff. So yeah look some advice for people Go out, produce amazing content, always strive to produce the best content that you can. Once you find your sweet spot and you're producing content that you're getting the right feedback from, do it as much as you can and spend time making sure that that content's being pushed around the right places. You know, like this podcast would be useless if we did this today and then just kept it as a phone call between us. How are we going to disseminate that content? You know, how are we going to put it in the ears of the right people? How are we going to let people digest it in the right way?
0: Mm. 100%. That's awesome. Awesome advice. Now, with EHP Labs, um, as you mentioned, you've been a massive part of that journey. So, what do you think that, as a company, EHP Labs has done so well to grow such a loyal customer and fan base? Like I've, I've been, you know, had the pleasure of being a part of a few of the the fitness expos and stuff, and just like the difference in the fan base and the follower base at the EHP Labs booth compared to any other brand um, is just amazing and you see it as you mentioned on social media and stuff as well so what do you think are the qualities or you know the tactical tactics or whatever you guys have kind of done to build up that that follower base
1: yeah i don't know if this is going to be a disappointing answer because it's a little bit of a cliche but it's it's genuinely just really caring them like our entire organization from the top to the bottom and everyone in between and you would have seen this at shows as well um, like every single person involved in this company really believes in what we're trying to achieve and genuinely loves it and is passionate about it and I think that resonates from anyone involved in EHP Labs that you speak to. It's not a job um, this isn't a 9 to 5 this isn't clock on, clock off this is this is how I want to spend my time. You know, I want to work with people that are passionate about the same things as me, and I want to achieve something bigger than myself. So we we make sure that every single project that we've ever done, from day one when this company started up until now, which is kind of like five years down the track, yeah, um, we keep that in mind. Like no one's, no one's. This is brands bigger than anyone else. It's not as big as one athlete. It's not as big as our CEO. It's not as big as me or you. This is we're building something that's bigger than all of us. And at all stages, we remind ourselves of why we started this. It is to provide value. As a company, um, sure, we sell supplements, that's our business, And, and we sell what we feel are the best supplements on the market, but what's our brand mission? We're striving to provide as much free value and to empower people to embrace health and fitness, to make their lives better. That's what we strive to do. That's why I think I have the best job in the world, because every single morning I can get to the office and open my emails and have a new story of someone whose life has been changed through coming into contact with our brand. That's amazing. For us, that's what we want to continue to do. And I think that's the genuine connection and the realness and the passion that goes into everything. You know, at every stage, we're considering customer journey. How can we provide more value or make this more efficient or make someone's experience of our brand more positive? We kind of put that experience before the transaction and, and we continue to manage a relationship. Uh, it's it's not about a sale, it's about bringing someone into our family and, and keeping them part of our community, which I think is different to a lot of other brands, not only supplement brands, but overall, like I think our willingness to communicate and, and build relationship is at the forefront of all stages of the business. And I think that's potentially what makes us different to other people in our space
0: yeah man the the fact that you can answer that question to that extent obviously shows um obviously how much the company means to you but every everyone inside it like you mentioned now you also said before that you obviously have a lot to do with i guess building relationships whether it be with influencers and um as you mentioned ehp labs with their followers and whatnot what qualities do you think are necessary for someone Um, that are trying to network or build relationships inside the fitness industry specifically uh, as either an owner of a company or as an athlete?
1: Sure. Um, I think generally speaking in terms of relationship building in general, which is honestly something that I love to do. Personally, I love meeting new people. I love working with people. And I love that my role allows me to do that as much as it does. And I'm very grateful for kind of our... um, our generation to have access to the internet, you know, like you're based on the other side of the world to me right now, but we're still able to connect and do this as though we're sitting in the same room.
0: Yeah, It's
1: crazy. Um, It's fantastic. You know, communication is key. Uh, my advice to people who are seeking out new relationships is to set contact regularly. Um, I have people that will send me a message religiously once a week, once a fortnight, just to check in and see how I'm going. Um, just to maintain face you know like to stay relevant to stay in touch and to keep that relationship stay persistent with the people that you want to build relationships with and make yourself valuable i think relationships don't work when they're not mutually aligned when they're not mutually beneficial when it's clear in a relationship there's a that there's a winner and a loser it's it doesn't serve for the best relationship long term the people that you want to build relationships with make sure they're obviously valuable to you if you're seeking a relationship with them but how can you make yourself valuable and resourceful for them what value can you add to them to make sure that that relationship is mutually beneficial that's something that I think about all the time with people that I'm seeking and there's so many people that I want to build relationships for my own personal, personal development and for our business but it's okay sure there's something that I'm seeking from this relationship but how can I match that How can I add value to this person? How can I ensure that my relationship with this guy or this girl is going to be mutually aligned so that we both succeed from that?
0: Yeah, I think that's definitely key. And that's something that I've definitely been working on as well. Like, for example, you know, for uh, whether it's a a guest for the podcast, you know, I'll always kind of finish my my message or my email with, you know... coming onto the show is there anything that i can do to to then help you or help your brand and whatnot and the response that you get is so much better than instead of me just sending an email saying hey can you come on my podcast um you know it's going to help me get more listeners like yeah when you're offering something in return people are so much more likely to to give up something or give up some of their time for sure
1: yeah for sure man it's i think it makes Long-term dealing with relationships, they, they tend to end negatively. Uh, after a period of time, one-way relationships will work, but long-term they will, uh, there'll be a downfall or there'll be a conflict or there'll be a fall from grace eventually um, if the relationship is too lopsided. So something that I'm constantly considering with my networking and my relationship building is just making sure that I'm an asset to that relationship at all times as well
0: awesome now going back before we wrap things up mate going back to the the whole social influencer thing where where do you see the social influencer scene going in the next five years I know you mentioned that video and even audio now is is massive Um, say in five years time what do you predict uh, or kind of who do you predict to be at the top of the social influencer scene in regards to what people are doing
1: yeah I think um, this is good news for some influencers and bad news for others but I think in the next even the next kind of 6 to 12 months all the way through to the next 5 years the influencers that will succeed and the influencers that will do well are the influencers that are willing to do more I really see a shift away from um, pure play Instagram models if, if that's a term um, I think this kind of generation of guys and girls that have been able to build brand and form partnerships with brand and, and lead this lead these amazing lifestyles just purely based on the way that they look, I kind of see an expiration date appearing on those type of influences. I think in the next five years especially, the influencers that are gonna succeed are gonna be the influencers that put effort into their brand, that produce high quality content on a number of different platforms, the guys that are willing to go above and beyond for their communities, the guys that are willing to con- constantly evolve and constantly adapt to social space are gonna be the ones that stay ahead. And the ones that aren't able to adapt to those changes, the ones that aren't able to embrace video, the ones that aren't able to adapt with new platforms, the ones that aren't willing to conform with voice, the ones that aren't willing to change, they're going to be really quickly left behind. And in our space, even with a lot of the guys that i manage and the guys that I deal with, um, that's a trend that's started to kind of happen already. Yeah. Absolutely. Social's tricky, man. We're online twenty four seven, watching how things change. And at EHP, we're changing our social strategy weekly um, through people liking different things. You know, you can see even on Instagram. It's probably a platform that is really visual that a lot of the listeners are aware with, but aware of. Sorry, but we went from iPhone photos being. That, that's what Instagram was, or so iPhone photos to yeah. photo shoot stuff, everything had to be done in a shoot, everything had to be well lit, everything had to be staged, and now we're seeing a trend back to iPhone photos, and now over the last kind of month, there's a trend to kind of mobile videos. Um, as a brand, we you know, we can produce high quality polished stuff of guys in the gym training but if we just take an iPhone video of one of the guys or girls in the gym working out that will get better engagement for us right now so mm. it's about being aware of what people want to see and being really quick to market and, and gobbling up that information and using it um, for your audience I think five years from now um, and I say this to my guys all the time: is you just have to be prepared to do more. I think there's a misconception now that this career of being an influencer is an easy lifestyle where you just get to travel and you get to take pretty pictures. I, I don't see that lasting. I see in five years the best influencers are still doing those things, but everything needs to be documented the right way.
0: That's awesome, man. I know I've taken. An absolute shitload of value from today, man. So I'm sure all the listeners are going to take a ton of value as well. Now, we were talking about before the show, your podcast that you have recently started. Did you want to share a little bit about that now um, for the listeners today?
1: Yes. Oh, sure. Thanks, man. Um, like we said before this call, I'm still kind of getting used to hearing my own voice on podcasts and struggling to find that my life is as interesting as some other people might think it is, but having a Go at My Own podcast also, I've um, linked up with a good friend of mine who has a gym in Sydney, um, Titan Fitness, and we've started a podcast called Titan Muscle and Mind to kind of delve into some of the concepts that we've spoken about today, health and fitness, social media, uh, insights that we're using in our businesses that can hopefully be applicable and insightful to other people doing similar kind of projects. But thank you for that guys check it out um if you can danny um as always i know we've had a relationship for a few years now but always love having a chat with you and seeing what you're up to man keep up the good work
0: really appreciate it man i'll put all the links guys in the show notes below but if you've taken some value from today which i'm sure you will have be sure to go and check out clay's podcast and um thanks heaps for joining us today man i look forward to hopefully having you again on in the new future
1: yeah sure love to be back thanks mate
0: Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, guys. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast already, please do. If you have any questions, as always, just send me an email or visit my website, dannykennedyfitness.com. And I look forward to chatting to you guys again in next week's episode.